Hey, Brooke, do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? Eat better. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one New Year's resolution you have? Be nice to myself. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that's where mine are. That's a really good one. I like that. I mean, we're going to try not to fail. Okay. You? Oh, well, mine, now that you've so lovingly asked. (laughs) Um, Be nicer to other people. Yeah. It's the biggest one. It's to be uh, more conscious of how my words and actions affect other human beings. That's good stuff. All that good shit said, let's uh, let's get into it. Hello. Hi. It's the very, the very first. The very third. It's the very third episode. Oh, fuck. It's the third episode of Vital Carnal Knowledge. And we're doing knowledge. libido. Libido. Hooray. Do you want to have sex? I don't know. Not really, right? Not right now. Not not currently. Um, so before we get started, let's shout out social media real quick. Uh, you can follow us at VCK Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, please do that. We post fun stuff. We let you know what we're posting and when we're posting so go find us yay and we also take a lot of surveys usually once a week usually yeah, yeah once just about. twice uh once twice it depends <laughs> on how uh behind we are <laughs> already it's the third week welcome <laughs> um so we definitely want to keep receiving input for things like that because we love your input we love your input and it gives us shit to talk about because i don't have anything to talk about in my own personal life no we're Nothing. pretty boring over here not doing anything really <laughs> come listen to us talk yes please. for we're real so it's interesting. very interesting <laughs> oh my goodness well anyway let's just dive right into it all let's, right let's go what are your experiences with libido so i mean i feel like my libido is fairly common i would like to think like common like i have like highs and lows like it's mixed Mm -hmm. like peaks and valleys peaks and valleys depends on a lot of things which is fairly normal Mm -hmm. i feel like birth control is a big Mm, killer Mm -hmm. there yeah um but recently so my birth control i have next one on and it's in my arm Mm -hmm. and i had to get it taken out and then I had to wait, and then I had to get to put it back in. So my hormones were like, ah! And... <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> and my libido was like, what are you doing? It's not here. It's gone. Aww. But we're getting back. What about when you're on it uh, regularly? Is it steady at least? Yeah, when it's when I'm on it and it's regular, like, it's steady. It's, mm-hmm. it's fine. But that whole having a big dose of hormones and then having no dose of hormones and then having a huge dose again my body did not know what to do (laughs) at all just panicking it was panicking but yeah i mean i think i'm normal you think you're normal the survey told me i was normal that's that's where i'm getting this from i thought i was crazy and then everyone was like yeah it varies and i'm like it's not just me you know i mean mine definitely varies as well i feel like i either only want to have sex or i never want to be touched ever again yeah i was like thoroughly celibate for like seven months of this year 
And honestly, those seven months were just badass. They were great. I feel like my mental health is so much more, like, it's so much improved by not having sex for some reason. Big bummer to uh, (laughs) the fact that I like somebody right now and would like to have a healthy sexual relationship with him. Whoops. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, no, I mean, my birth control I've been on since I was, like, 16 years old, and I feel like it's gone up and down in this entire time. I don't know if my birth control has anything to do with my own libido, but um, most people, um, well, in the survey, a lot of people responded that they struggle with libido with their birth control. Like, it's, like, a huge killer for them. I guess because it is hormones that are Mm -hmm. going in your body, and changing the imbalances and i feel like because it's higher in progesterone and estrogen as estrogen estrogen we're smart listen to us talk we're gonna Um, teach you things and i believe testosterone well testosterone is like the main reason we all have libido right Right. it's like one of the main causes so when you're higher in those Mm mm-hmm I guess it kills. It kills the love. It, it kills, kills the, the love making. Um, love making. Lo- it kills the love making juice. <laughs> That's actually part of my uh, episode notes. Is that uh, testosterone is present in all bodies to some degree, mm-hmm. and when someone's levels are particularly low, their libido will be too. So it was suggested by a couple of articles that I read in preparation for this episode. Um, to like get a blood test and see where your levels were if you were having like a persistent issue. Actually, when I was younger, probably 17, 18, mm-hmm. I had a considerably higher sex drive. And when I had gotten my blood taken, they had told me that I had a higher level of testosterone. Oh. Which at the time you were at like, the time, am I manly? Right. At the time I was like, what does that even mean? I think I remember you telling me yeah. about that. Like, I think you remember being like, does that mean I'm like dude-ish? <laughs> I didn't know. I was 17. Well, yeah. But yeah, that probably or did mm-hmm. contribute to like a higher sex drive where now the birth control I'm on is a higher dose. Mm-hmm. There's so much more estrogen. It probably killed my testosterone. Oh, Sorry to my boyfriend. R.I.P. Alex. He's still here. <laughs> Aw, love him. He's so good to you. He loves me anyway. I know, it's amazing. Shout out to you. He's so sweet. Well, it's not amazing that he loves you anyway. I didn't mean that. I just... <laughs> We're really doing good it's... over here today. <laughs> this is the messiest episode thus far. Um, yeah, no, I just meant that it's amazing that he treats you so well because you deserve it and I love you. Oh, I love you too. Disgusting. Gross. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, but there are so many causes, and you don't think about it. You just think, am I broken? Right. You're just like, why don't I want to do this? This used to be fun. Right. I mean, I know that I I don't really care if I have sex or not. I'm kind of neutral on the whole thing, which is, I mean, which is weird considering I was like, hey, let's do a sex podcast. Right. We're both like, let's do it, and both of us are like... Just not really, yeah. Just the podcast, not have sex. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint everybody, but... We aren't these slutty heathens you thought we were. Are you sure? I mean, listen. Some people might say otherwise. That's very nice, Brooke. That makes me feel really good. I didn't say that mean that about you, (laughs) particularly. I saw your eyes. (laughs) Okay. Um, I mean, I think that it's more common than not to have issues with a low sex drive than have 
issues with a high sex drive. I feel like the problems in libido are only really ever problems if they present issues in a relationship. Is yeah, because accurate? a lot of times I feel like, well, at our age now, mm-hmm. we're 22, we're 22, men, well, I, I'm straight, so in my case, men, men yeah. um, have a higher sex drive at this point in their life than I do. Okay. I don't know, like, that's, you know, like, I'm, they want to have sex all the time, and I'm like, not right now. Not right now. Don't touch I just me. Went, I just got home from work. I just ate. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just had Taco Bell, are you sure? <laughs> They're like, I don't care. Like, I haven't showered in three weeks, are you sure? They're like, let's do it, baby, go. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dating somebody who has a different sex drive than you can create many different issues Mm -hmm. if someone has a higher sex drive they might view it as you don't love me or you don't find me attractive oh my god it's heartbreaking okay wait but actually when i was way younger like when i like first started having sex i think my partner at the time like my boyfriend at the time was like a solid five years older than me yeah i was 18 it was fine i'm fine <laughs> i feel like i always have to like put out there that i'm okay disclaimer she disclaimer, made it there i'm she's good a, she's okay um but like he was in a stage of his you know sexual maturity where like he maybe wasn't as down for the clown as i was and i, I remember thinking like what do you not think i'm cute anymore like do you not want right. to do this with me anymore and I was so bummed out about it, but because we were, you know, so young, or right. so, you know, like, there was never any communication of, like, oh, no, it's not you, I just, you know, I'm stressed about this, or I'm worried about that, right. or this just happened, and my libido is just not what it used to be. Like, there was never any, like... Communication on that. Right, and I feel like maybe it's awkward to talk about it for some people. I mean... Even if it's, even if you talk about it sometimes, because I've been on both ends of this, where even if you tell me, yeah, I still think you're the bee's knees, mm-hmm. I'm not going to believe you. Like, I'm like, no, you just don't want <laughs> right. to have sex with me. You think I'm ugly. It's because I'm fat. I gained five pounds, and this is how you <laughs> react. Like, when in actuality, it could be stress, lack of sleep, like, so many right. different things, depression, where it doesn't matter what I look like. Yeah, it just—it could be anyone sitting on the bed next to him, and he just does not care. He just don't want to touch it. And that's exactly how I feel most of the time right now. Exactly, and that's where I'm at right now, and I'm like, it's not you, it's me, yeah. cliche enough. I will say that I find that my sex drive is increased when I have, like, a partner that I'm really, like, interested in, like, I really like or really love or, like, you know, I'm, like, really all in for, um... But, like, when I'm single, I am so not the type to seek out sexual activity. Well, I feel like, too, in the beginning of mm-hmm. a relationship, it's, like, a whole new thing. You're discovering, you're doing... It's exciting. It's so exciting. You're learning this new person. Mm-hmm. And then, you know... Six you, months goes you by. You know, six months go by. <laughs> a year goes by. It's not that you're not attracted to them, but it's just... It's not as new. Well, like, the love takes on a new role of not just right. being, like, this new exciting romantic venture. It becomes, like, this comfortable, everyday, right. f- like, companionship, similar like to a, a friendship. Right. It's like a best friend. Right. That doesn't mean I don't want to sleep with my best friend. I know that you want to sleep with me. We've had that conversation I before. know. I love it. It's so good. 
I don't want to sleep with her. She doesn't. I think that when we were younger, I told her I was bisexual, and she was like, does that mean you're, like, like into me? And I was like, no, you're not my type. And she got so really upset. upset. <laughs> the opposite reaction you'd think your friend would have. I was like, but what's wrong with me? But nothing's wrong with you, Brooke, baby. You're just not my type. Aww. I like really tiny, petite girls who look like Winona Ryder and have me blocked on Facebook. <laughs> I don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my life's a mess. Where were we? Um, I'm not exactly sure. Okay. To be fair. We oh, just... friendship. Yes. Best friends. Sleeping with your best friend. Right. Sleeping with your best friend. <laughs> It's a. It's not that you're not attracted to that person. It might just be that it's just more comfortable, and you don't feel that need to like always be jumping down that person's throat. No, jumping their bones. Yeah, that's the phrase. <laughs> jumping their bones. I hope you're still not jumping down anyone's throat. It's. <laughs> it's not the positive connotation we were looking for. No. <laughs> Is that a, an idiom? I don't know. I'm bad at grammar, so you don't... We were editing articles today, and there was some shit in there. Oh, man. You know, we don't have to make fun of me today. <laughs> it's still you. fresh. It's still fresh. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I mean, most people who responded to our survey stated that they experience um, a varying libido, right? Yes. More than 50% yes. said that. And then 30% said they had a low libido. And the remaining, uh, what was it, 12-something? Yeah. Um, they stated that they have a high sex drive all the time. So what are some reasons people might have a low libido? Okay. So the most common causes of low libido are stress, depression, and low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the obvious ones that we all kind of were like, that's it. Yeah, duh, yeah. Um, it could also be medications, um, hormone imbalances, lack of sleep alcohol and drug use, relationship trouble, erectile dysfunction, the uh, menopause, and, like, certain health conditions. It said, like, if you have, like, cancer. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> that's a real bummer. Uh, but, it's um, a sex podcast, but we're talking about <laughs> cancer. Oh, that's This fucked. is horrible. I'm sorry. Um, but I feel like the like the ones you go to the most would be like stress, depression, mm-hmm. like medications. Yeah, I mean, one of the questions we asked was, "What's the main contributing factor you feel affects your libido?" And like, most people oh, said stress. Almost everybody. Said almost stress. everyone said stress. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't say stress, it was like none. I have an amazing libido, man. <laughs> you know, I'm like good for you <laughs> yeah. again. Again, fuck you. But yeah, I mean, I would definitely say too. Like, even looking at my my life and my libido i definitely see like stress Mm -hmm. being a huge cause of like a low libido all the time like i'm like if i'm I'm working doubles all week there's no way in hell you're gonna touch me ever it's the week of christmas and i'm a hairdresser oh don't touch me (laughs) i'm so glad i don't work in a salon anymore like low-key i can't believe i'm saying that publicly but it's kind of the worst it's stress it's stressful it's really stressful. Love doing hair. Hate doing people's hair. <laughs> you should just do wigs so you don't have to talk to people. That's a good, that's a really good idea. I know. I'm full of them. She just picks up her teacup and takes a sip. Victorious over me. Triumphant. <laughs> so you over there have the causes to like lift libido. 
Right. The causes to lift libido. <laughs> that's how we talk English. <laughs> yeah. You have things that can boost your libido. Right. And they're on the natural side as well. And they don't necessarily. Yeah. They don't necessarily um, warrant, you know, or not warrant, but they don't necessarily mean you need to go to a doctor to get something prescribed. But um, this was according to healthline.com. And these are things that can boost your libido. We'll see. Let's try it. Why the hell not? Um, The first thing that was listed was certain fruits, specifically figs, bananas, and avocado, because they're known as aphrodisiacs. But if that were true, me, the vegan, would be fucking a lot more. I eat a lot of avocado. I eat a lot of figs, bananas, and avocado. See, I'm not a big fig person, but... You don't like figs? No. For realsies? I don't think I've ever had one. It's like I'm I'm five again and I won't eat it because I've never eaten it. Oh, no. What about fig newtons? No, the texture's weird. Really? I don't know if it's the texture of, like, the whole grainy bar or the fig, but I don't I can destroy a package of Fig Newtons in under an hour. I bet you can. I've actually probably seen it. That's accurate, and I feel judged. Um, But little evidence actually supports foods as boosters, but... They do support healthy blood flow, which, as we read deeper and deeper into causes for low libido and things like that, seems to be, like, super, super important, Mm -hmm. like, circulation and things like that. Uh, The second suggestion was my favorite. Eat chocolate. Ooh, I'm gonna do that more. Yeah, um, any excuse I will gladly take. Um, A study, or one study, found that chocolate promotes release of, we're gonna try to say this word, bear with me, phenylethylamine. I think you did a good job. Phenylethylamine? Yeah. And serotonin. Know that one because of all the memes on Twitter. Um, which has like an aphrodisiac-like quality, um, which is it's why like chocolate, chocolate gives me heartburn. Not sexy. Not sexy at all. <laughs> I mean, just power through. Just have Tums next to your bed. <laughs> I do. Oh, goodness. Well, um, another study actually stated that the effects of chocolate are more psychological than physical. So... There's if I some... tell myself I'm going to eat chocolate and it's going to make me horny, it's, gonna it's, me gonna, it's just going to make me horny because I'm thinking it will, I'm going to try it. Um, yeah, I mean, positive affirmations. Let's just, just put it out into the universe. Throw that in there in the universe, yeah. Um, the third suggestion was basil, garlic, or ginkgo. I also have a lot, I eat a lot of garlic. Oh, yeah. Anything stinky, I'm there. If it's going to make me smell like I can't get a date, I want it on my plate. Right. Oh, my God, that rhymes. That was adorable. I should write music. Put it on (laughs) t-shirts. Put it on t-shirts. Basil is because the smell of it stimulates your senses, which makes you, like, more, you know. Yeah. Sensitive. Oh. Um, Garlic contains a high level of another word that we're going to try to say. Um, Allison? It sounds like a name of a person who doesn't like me, but um, (laughs) the tea is hot today, uh, which stimulates blood flow. So that's another reason why you might be so ridiculously horny, because you're Italian. Are you Italian? Yeah, I am Italian. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Um, Ginkgo biloba is from a Chinese ginkgo tree, and it's found to help treat antidepressant-related sexual dysfunction, because... A lot of people experience sexual dysfunction and, like, a lack of libido when they're on antidepressants. Um, and apparently ginkgo helps with that, which is very nice. 
Um, other suggestions were boost self-confidence as if it's that easy. Thank you, Healthline.com. I'm really going to try with that one. <laughs> Another one was stick to one glass of wine because two might inhibit your ability to attain an erection or reach climax, depending on what you got going on. I don't have that problem. You don't have that issue? Two, three glasses. <laughs> the bottle. <laughs> it works. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> Uh, number six was manage stress. Again, we're thanks, trying. Thanks for the suggestion, Healthline.com. Um, it also stated that people with vaginas are particularly susceptible to the effects that stress have on libido, and people with penises are more likely to use sexual activity as a stress reliever. I will attest to that. Will you? I believe that 100. percent Yeah. I mean, I kind of. Yeah. Yeah. In my own, in my own personal experience, in my experience, right? <laughs> that sounds uh, true. Sounds factual. Other suggestions were get lots of sleep, eat a nutritious diet in uh, high in protein and low in carbs. Ooh, that's where I fail. Right, I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm high, high in carbs, carbs, low in protein. protein. <laughs> um, check your relationship. Ooh, they were reading <laughs> us for real, um, because. Obviously, if you and your partner aren't getting along very well, the uh, sparks might not be flying. Uh, and then, consult a doctor if things persist. But, I mean, most of you said that you would. I was surprised. I was so surprised because that's, like, the last thing I would mm-hmm. bring up or 73% answer. 73% of responders say, like, said that they yeah. would happily talk with their doctor about sex drive and libido i would happily lie to my doctor yeah i don't recommend it i'm really <laughs> proud of everyone who's talking to their doctors yeah but little old me over here is like yeah uh-huh everything's fine everything's good i just need my birth control thank you <laughs> don't recommend it again I... don't recommend it <laughs> i've never had sex <laughs> i'm pure um as far as, like, testosterone therapy and things that are a little bit more advanced for people who struggle with a long-term lack of libido, uh, testosterone therapy is only available to people with penises. Uh, it has been prescribed on the DL to people without penises. Uh, it's not recommended as a form of increasing libido. Oh, also... <laughs> a different site. Uh, this one is medicalnewstoday.com suggested focusing on foreplay because it was it was in there that uh, maybe we find that to be more exciting. I don't really know. I guess. I guess. I kind of felt like that was... They just threw that in there. Yeah, it was like kind of one of those where they're just like, yeah, just kick it in there, see if anyone reads it, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in certain again, if it's like a relationship issue, right. that would where help. you're not feeling like attended to. Yeah, like if it's that sort of issue, then yeah, I could see that helping. But if you have a low libido based on an, a different factor, whether it be depression or sex or something, mm-hmm. depression or sex, <laughs> everyone Dep- listen to me talk. Depressing, depressing sex. If it's just depressing sex, <laughs> just depressing um, sex. <laughs> But Honestly. if it's, like, a factor like stress or depression, which is what I was trying to say, right. it's, I would be, like, personally, just don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Don't, no foreplay. If we gotta do it, just, just do what you gotta just do. Just do it fast. Get out of there. In and out. <laughs> Literally. Get it, cause, <laughs> cause, in and out. Right. We're doing really We're good. so punny. Yeah. Um, um, 
Yeah, so I also suggested were maca root and ginseng. Huh. Get yourself some ginseng green tea, maybe, as, like, herbal supplements, almost. Oh. Um, And then quitting smoking was a big one because of the cardiovascular effects that it has on you. Right. So you're not going to have very good blood flow, and therefore you can't feel very much or keep it up. (laughs) And for me personally, your breath is lowering my my libido. My breath is lowering. No, not yours. I'm just looking at you because you're here. But, like, if you're a smoker and I'm not a smoker... Your smoker breath is lowering my libido. I feel like most people I've dated in my life have smoked cigarettes. I've been not that way. I've only had one person that smoked cigarettes, right. but it wasn't for me. I think most people up until, like, last year that I've dated yeah. have smoked cigarettes. I attest to that. I was there for all of it. Yeah. We can't say their names, but I'm going through it in my head, and I don't think I dated, no, like, one person. you didn't. They all smoked. Well... Nailed to the ex, baby. <laughs> Just not I, my boyfriends, I guess. Um, very interesting stuff. So, I mean, there were only a couple responses where people were like, hey, um, I have too high of a sex drive, and the only things we were able to find on the internet to, like, decrease a high sex drive, should you want to do that? I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> would be um, something called Monk's Pepper. It's like an herb that's known to reduce a high sex drive. Sounds um, hard to find. I mean, you probably find on Amazon. Eh. Eh. Too hard for me. Just masturbate more. Um, <laughs> there's uh, also eating a low-fat diet. Yet again, something I'm not interested no, in. No, I can't do Mm-mm. that. Sorry. Um, and then also eat more soy, which has been linked to lower testosterone levels and therefore lower libido, but also... I don't know. I've been vegan for a super long time. I'm sure I eat a lot of soy. And while my libido isn't at its highest right now, it's been high. Yeah, like, you've had high thank, libido. Thank you, Brooke. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm a sore. <laughs> One time when we were, like, 18, Brooke was super drunk at a party, and she leaned into me, and she goes, you're a slore. And I was like, yeah and she goes you know what that means and i was like a slutty whore and she goes you're so smart and then finished her bottle of wine you know that was a long time ago yeah we were 18 i said that stop attacking me (laughs) no it's funny i'm the slore in the scenario you are i'm just that (laughs) drunk bitch (laughs) oh goodness i think you also sat on someone's lap at that party we don't have to go into it though I definitely think, going back into libido, (laughs) the point of this episode, um, there's a lot of information out there based on age and how that affects your libido. Mm -hmm. Um, So I looked into it, um, and I found that people with vaginas, their sexual peak in libido is usually in their 30s to 40s. um, And usually during that time they'll have more sexual fantasies and more intense sexual fantasies. Like, they'll be more likely to have a sexual fantasy about someone who's, like, not their partner. Ooh. And stuff like that. And they're also more likely to have more casual sex, one-night stands, than people who are in their late 
teens, I want to say like 17, 18 to like mm-hmm. tw- in their early 20s. Really? And That's surprising. It's been linked. I mean, there was a couple different things, but it basically has been linked to um, after like baby birthing years, but before menopause. Okay. So you're less fertile, but you, but you're still open for business. I like that. You open know? for business. So that's what it's been linked to because then menopause kills your sex drive. Right. So it's kind of like women have like this high peak or high peak. No, that's that's right. A peak is, is the high one and the valley yes, is the right, low true, one. Yes, right. True, true, true. Um, the valley goes under. <laughs> true. The peak okay. goes above. We're doing good today. <laughs> Welcome to our mess. You know, we weren't planning on recording. It was kind of an impromptu Yeah, we just kind of did it. We whipped out the mics. Did it. Um, And then for people with penises, their peaks are in their teen years. It's been said that people with penises, their libido can be measured in how many times they orgasm. Really? It's been said. Wait, like per Per session? No, like per day. I was going to say, aren't Or like per week. Per week. Per week, sorry. Not per day. So, like, let's say somebody orgasms, like, ten times a week. That's pretty high, right? Like, I feel like that's really high. That's really high. So... Not a solid once a year right now. <laughs> as they get older, it falls into more of, like, a plateau. So, the average is, like, three orgasms a week. Which is still, to me, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. It's pretty... You're doing well. Three for three. Better than me. <laughs> um... And they'll stay that way until their late 60s or 70s, um, unless there are other things that incur, like heart disease, mm-hmm. diabetes. Good old erectile Good old erectile dysfunction. Those will kind of inhibit that libido just because that has a lot to do with blood flow, and you kind of need blood flow for a penis. That's necessary. That's, it is a little that's necessary. An part of like a like one that's attached to a body. Correct. Right. So that's what'll kind of sink that libido. Um, but I just thought it was interesting that for people with penises, it's high and then it kind of lowers and plateaus. Whereas people with vaginas, it starts like eh, and then it like really peaks and then it drops dramatically. So we're always just missing each other. Yeah. That's that's it. We're missing each other, and that's the issue. That's why everyone should be gay. <laughs> that's it. We solved it. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast, guys. No more episodes. That's, We've solved it. <laughs> We've solved it. Everyone should be fucking gay. Just stick to what you know. <laughs> but even, like, in the survey, a lot of uh, people said that they have different sex drives than their partners, and that is a really big cause of of an issue of like discord of discord mm-hmm. um so it could be age you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like age is a thing <laughs> <laughs> that is a big factor it is it is um i mean oh i can't say that never mind <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm gonna say it um i had a boyfriend that was like a lot older than me i don't yeah. know if you remember this person. i remember did this you ever person. meet him yes like once or twice once or twice um yeah he was what thir- he'll be f- he's gonna be 40 this year he's gonna be 40 this year i can't believe you remember that and i don't and i'm and i'm 22 
and we dated maybe for like a couple of months and it wasn't like super serious or anything on your part that's fair she didn't think it was super serious i did not think it was that serious um he texted me on my birthday though to wish me a happy birthday which was very nice of him i didn't answer it but it was still very nice of him um but yeah um our libidos both like dropped towards the end of the relationship you told me like we didn't have sex for like the last like two months that's a lot of time of uh, like and like we both talked about it. we were like hey like it's not you i just don't feel like it and it was fine it was totally good but it was just interesting that like if age is such a big factor which we know it is like did he reach his plateau? <laughs> Possibly. Maybe this means that all 21-year-old people should date people who are 40. 18 years older than them. Right. <laughs> then, then it'll balance out. Oh, boy. He was nice, though. He was really he was, nice. He was very sweet. Very sweet. I'm wearing the boots he got me right now. That's really nice to know. <laughs> I'm sure he'd appreciate it. No, he was he was super good to me. He I, was. He was a very I nice guy. I don't want to seem like I'm making fun of him on my podcast, because that's mean. I feel a little bit like I'm making fun of him on my podcast. I don't think we're making fun of him. No. Someone's going to be like, no, you were being yeah. really fucking mean. <laughs> There's going to be like a, a review on Apple Podcasts. It's like, stop making fun of your old exes. I'm sure we'll get many more of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be stop telling everyone to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> So, the variety in survey responses almost made it difficult to pull any serious conclusions about libido, just because everybody is so different. Like, that's the one conclusion we can draw, is that everyone's at a different place all the time, and we just have to kind of learn to work around it. Communication is key, is kind of what I got from it. Right. And, like, we even asked, like, at what time of your life do you feel like your sex drive is the highest? What about its lowest? And, um, the responses for that were sometimes were like, oh, my highest sex drive was when I was 17. My lowest was when I was, like, 30. And I'm like, how old are you people? Yeah, right? I was like, (laughs) we got an older audience? Yeah, I love this. Um, and then other people are like, oh, I haven't hit my lowest. And I'm like, Oh. How do you know, though? How do you know? But what's the lowest, even <laughs> if it's not low? Was it, like, pre-sex at all? Like, that's your lowest? Um, there was a really sweet one that I just want to shout out because it was super sweet. I'd love to hear it. Um, somebody said, highest is now because I'm with someone who I feel a deep emotional connection with and who makes me feel very loved. Um, and then lowest was my first relationship because our sex was never very good and he was emotionally distant. Oh, good for you, baby. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Connecting to someone on such an emotional level, like... That it increases your sex drive. Right. I honestly love you and I'm so happy you're happy. I've known who you are, but it just made me smile. I hope it's someone who bullied the fuck out of us in school or something. And we're just like, right. We're like, thank you. I love you so much. (laughs) They actually hate us. Yeah, for real. Um, I really like the one that was like, the highest is hard to say. I'm going to narrow it down to mid-20s, aka including now. My lowest was definitely after a breakup with a guy I was hooking up with and super into. I remember being super depressed and would even involuntarily cry if I tried master... Well, they wrote masturbating, but I think they meant masturbating. And I just... Not everyone can spell. (laughs) I just just really liked um, one... The crying during masturbating and to the word masturbating. I'm really into that. Hmm. Also, in response to that question, um, 
when I was a giant, a, a giant drunk whore from 23 to 26. I love you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we be friends? Brooke wants to be friends. Please DM. Brooke, did you have anything else for today? Uh, that's all I got for today. All right. Me too. Well. Well. Goodbye. Oh. I never know how to do this. Neither do I. Oh, um, make sure that you take um, our surveys and things like that. And keep talking to us. Please keep liking us. Tell your cool cousins about us. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, because we're now on iTunes. Yes, we are. Yay, Apple Podcasts. Woo! That's Uh, all we got. I think that's all we got. Adios. Uh, Bye!